Okay, I'm very excited to begin season two of the 12 minute halacha series. So we are in the Chai Adam. We are going to jump from Hilchas Tfila, Hilchas Davning, to go to Hilchas Shabbos. So it's Chai Adam, Chelek Beis, and it starts again in Klal Aleph. So the reason why I'm doing this is because it just felt more appropriate to discuss Hilchas Shabbos. We're learning it in the Daf these days, and just wanted to turn a new page, start something fresh after Pesach. So, Bez Hashem will, will one day get back to the parts of Chilak Aleph that we skipped, davening and brachas, but right now we're going to focus on the halachas of Shabbos. So, in this Klal Aleph, in the first paragraph, very important to read, if you're following along, it's in the Klal Aleph, Ois Aleph, so very important paragraph, but he discusses briefly the depth of Shabbos, the meaning of Shabbos, and some things we could pull out of there and we will discuss. So first of all, for most people that you talk to, they, they say just on a very simple level that Shabbos is so important to them. It's their one day they could turn their phone off. You know, hopefully they're not rushing to turn their phone back on. Might say Shabbos, but there's, there's one day they could disconnect from the world, from the news, from the social media, from all the updates, and they could relax and talk talk to their wife, talk to their kids. There's something special about Shabbos. Now, if you look in the Svarim, you'll see that that's very minimal when we discuss the depth and the beauty of Shabbos. But the truth is, even that's a level, just recognizing that there's one day of rest for whatever situation we, we find ourselves in. It's necessary to have one day off. So even that is a level. Of course, through life, throughout life, we should try to grow and grow and achieve a greater understanding of what Shabbos means. But even just recognizing the necessity to just shut off from the, from the veld, from the world, that itself is a level of of the meaning of Shabbos. So just one thought to pull out here is that if you think about when HaKadosh Baruch created the world, so HaKadosh Baruch creates the world in six days, then on the seventh day he rests. But if you think about it, there should have been six days of creation and the next day should have been back to day one. Why are there seven days in the week? Should have been six days of, of creating the world and the seventh day HaKadosh Baruch could rest, but why is that a seventh day? That just should start again day one and it should always be six days in a week. So we know that a Baruch created a day of rest. This is Shabbos. That in the Bria, in the creation, there's a day of resting. And that is why there's a seventh day in the week. That's why we have our week of seven days. Based on this concept of Shabbos, that a Baruch created the seventh day of rest. Now we're going to see in Halacha, it does play out that everyone needs this concept of rest in their life. Uh, you know, in Am Yisrael, Klai Yisrael, there's this concept of Shabbos. Once every seven days, we're going to see even if someone loses track of what day it is, there's a concept of keeping Shabbos on the seventh day. So we're going to get back to that. But you'll see the theme that Shabbos is very important. The Gemara Chul and Daf discussing who is fit, fitting to be a Shoychet, the Gemara there tells us, that someone who's mechal Shabbos perfaheser, someone who violates Shabbos in public, he is considered, a, and he does this uh, consistently, he's a mummer to, to that, he is considered a mummer l'chol tarakula koifer in, in, in Tyra, and he's pasul l'shchita. Rashi explains that it's, it's a koifer b'maisif, he's, he's, uh, he's going against HaKadosh Baruch Hu's creation, and it's as if he's testifying that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not create Shabbos did not create the world. That's how Rashi explains it. The Gemara Chulun Dafe, the Yerushalmi in Adoram tells us this as well. And the Rambam in the end of Hilcha Shabbos tells us someone who's Machal Shabbos Prefahesya is not considered part of Klai Yisrael regarding those halachas. This actually came up recently in uh, one of the uh, the archives of the COVID-19 Shilas. So someone 
told me the following Shiloh. They were in an out-of-town community, and they, didn't, they were not able to... Uh, the mile that they usually does the bris milah was, was unavailable, he was sick, whatever the story was. And the only other mile they thought they had available was someone who was not... Shemr Shabbos. Now, there is a discussion, if someone is Mechal Shabbos, but he, he's a Tinek Shanishba, he grew up in an environment where he wasn't exposed to the beauty of Klai Yisrael, so perhaps they are not considered Mumur Mechal Shabbos. There's a whole discussion in the Paiskim. And there's also a discussion in the Paiskim regarding Brismila. If if, if a Nachri does the bris, if the Yisrael Mumer does the bris, very interesting Shiloh. It ends up that the story had a, had a, had a good ending, and Baruch Hashem, they found the proper mile. But it was a very interesting Shiloh, which I don't recall ever coming across, that there was no mile in town except for someone who was not uh, Shemr Shabbos, but Baruch Hashem, they found someone at the end who was able to do it. But there's a concept that someone who's Mechal Shabbos for Hesia is considered a mummer. And this comes up in many, many different halachas when it comes to kashras, who do we trust, when it comes to ribis. There's actually a kula. If someone who's a mummer, you're allowed to charge them ribis. So there's a discussion in each sugya, and how do we view today? Today, many people are not necessarily pyrrhic all. They're going off a derech. They're upset at Kaddish Baruch. Usually, they undergo some trauma. They undergo something. Or they, were, they grew up in a home with the abuse. And perhaps that is not considered a mechal Shabbos refahesia, that they're considered a mummer. But we'll leave that for a different discussion. The Ramban tells us, on the Pasuk of Zechor, Shabbos, there's a mitzvah of remembering Shabbos every day. And the truth is, many siddurim, they print in the back of the siddur, they print the sheish zechiros, the six things to remember every day, based on uh, the mekubalim added to the siddur. Some add more than six, but one of those six is remembering Shabbos, and through that a person could be mekayim the mitzvah daraisa of zachar sema Shabbos lekatshe by remembering Shabbos. There are a few other ways that we remember Shabbos every day. First of all, in davening, when we say the yoyim, we don't say hayoyim yoyim uh, sheni. We say hayoyim sheni v'shabbos. We say that today is the second day of the week of Shabbos. So we are remembering Shabbos when we mention the shir shal yoyim. That's one way of doing it. The Sefer Ishi Yisrael. So Ishi Yisrael is a is a uh, encyclopedia work on the halachas of davening. It's a contemporary work, and he brings that Rav Shlomo Zaman Orbach, as Tzal, told him that he used to say the Pasuk of Zachar Siyam HaShabbos Lekatshay prior to saying the Shir Shalyam, prior to saying Hayoyim Yoyim Sheni B'Shabbos, to specifically say that he's mentioning it as the Kim HaMitzvah of Zachar Siyam HaShabbos Lekatshay. So most of them do not print this, and I think most do not have a minog to do that, but it's just bringing it down. And this is the concept of remembering Shabbos every day. The Shulchan Aruch and Simen Kof Chavav and Evan Ezer when he describes how to write a ksuba and a get, mentions that we that we uh, say the day in regarding Shabbos, Yom Shein and Shabbos, and the Aruch HaShulchan in Halacha in Sivkat and Yud there in Simon Kuf Chavav quotes the Ramban that we always bring down, we always count the days of the week when it comes to uh, by, by, in reference to Shabbos. So if today is Monday, we would say Yom Yom Sheni. Whatever else they would say, that's the way we write a get, that's the way we write a ksuba. The truth is, if you look at the Ramban, the Ramban says that every day, an everyday speech, it should be that we always refer to the day as its proximity to Shabbos. So it's not just when you write a get or a ksuba, it should be all the time. That when a person says, oh, what's today? So you don't say today's Tuesday, you should just say today is Yom Gimel Shabbos, Yom Shlishi B'Shabbos. 
So based on that, the Divrei Yoyal, in the Shalos and Shuvah's Divrei Yoyal, in Arachayim Simen Tesvav, he's bothered by the fact that the, the custom is not to do this. Most people, they say, today is Monday, or if you speak Yiddish, you speak Yiddish, you're not mentioning Shabbos, he's bothered by it, and the truth is the Kasha is better than the Tarot. He says perhaps when you say it once a day, you're Yoytza, but if you look in the Ramban, the Ramban says in Ramban Parshish Yisrael, Perak on the Pasuk of Zohar, and the Aserah Sadibra, Zohar Shem HaShavah Sakashi, he says that you should bechol ace, you should remember Yizkar Maisa Barashas. It sounds like all the time you should remember Maisa Barashas, not simply once a day. And you should remember V'noi Dishish L'Oilam Bari, a variation that you should know that there is a creator to this world. So it doesn't seem like once a day would suffice. And it's a good question. The Divriyal is bothered, the Satmar Rebbe is bothered. How come we do not see this all the time in everyday speech. There are many Gedolim, Tzadikim, that they do this. You'll see that whenever they write a letter, they always reference the day in Shabbos, Yom Dalad, the Shabbos, or whatever. There's definitely a mitzvah to do it. So in, in Hashkacha, where, where I work, so many times uh, a mashkich will do a special run, and they'll sign their name to make sure there's no uh, counterfeit or you know, that type of stuff. So the minagist, actually, you do write the, the, the day of the week and Shabbos, this time of year, many mashkichim will write the day of Sfira. If they're from uh, the Hasidic world, they'll write the, uh, which day of the Sfirois it is. So that nobody's going to figure out how to uh, forge their signature. But various methods of remembering Shabbos. There's one more Gemara, which is a pretty famous Gemara. The Gemara in Beitza, Dafte Zayin. It's discussing to, uh, how to remember Shabbos through purchasing food. Etc. So it's a famous Gemara, classic Gemara. Beitzah daf tazayin Tanya Amru Lava Shamay Hazakin. They said about Shamay Hazakin that Koyamov Haya Oichel Lekavet Shabbos. Every day he was eating. Whenever he ate, he was eating Lekavet Shabbos. What happened was Matzah Behemanah. He found a good piece of meat on Sunday. He said Amru Zula Shabbos. This meat is for is for Shabbos. Matzah So Tuesday he went back to the store and he found another piece of meat that was better than it, that was fresh. So he would leave Tuesday's meat for Shabbos. He would eat. Sunday's meat for Shabbos. I'm sorry, he'd eat Sunday's meat now. So every time he's eating meat and he's not and he's saving the better one for Shabbos, ends up he's eating every single moment for Shabbos. And this is part of the concept of Zachar Sema Shabbos Lakachai. It says that Hillel would not do that. Hillel it says, Kol Shem Shemaim, he had full Baruch Hashem Yoim Yoim. And he would eat now, and he wouldn't worry about Shabbos. He would, he assumed Friday afternoon he would have good food for Shabbos. So there's a discussion in the in the Poiskim. Do we paskin like Shammai? Do we paskin like Hillel? So many of the Achorinah bring a, a raya from the Gemara and Shabbos, Tav Kufiotes. The Gemara and Shabbos is discussing what's, with what schus does one become rich? So the Gemara says, Uvishara Ratzos, in, in, uh, throughout the world, how do they merit great wealth? So Rabbi Shmuel ben Rabbi Yossi said, because they honor the Shabbos. And he quotes, Rabbi Chia bar Abba said the following story, I once went to this home in Lutkia, and they were very wealthy, and it goes through the whole story about their wealth. So, I'm just skipping a few lines, how are you in this? 
So he said, Amali Katsavi, you see, I'm a butcher. And every time I found a good animal, I would say, This is for Shabbos. When I found the better one, I would leave the better one for Shabbos. And I would eat the original one. And through this, I was remembering Shabbos every day. So Amarti Lois, he told him, and that because of that schus of always thinking about the food for Shabbos, you were zoicha to this. So the Mishabur brings, Magan Avram says this as well, we really pass like Shammai, even Hill agrees to Shammai, that unless one is working on his Amunah Betachan, that he's always going to have food. But for the classic Jew, this is what the Mishabur says, based on the Magan Avram, we go with Shammai in this situation, that if a person has a special food, you should save it for Shabbos. So Mirza Hashem tomorrow will start with the discussion of how does this play out practically when a person when a person's purchasing food or not clothing as we continue the 12-minute halacha series.